0: Greetings, nerds. This is Cyn, nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont. I'm with you as always. with your producer, Will Polk. How are you doing tonight? Well,
1: doing very well, Sarah. How are you doing this Monday evening?
0: I'm doing good. I'm surprised by how much flash news is on our rundown.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it was uh, it was a very busy news Monday, and uh, the one flash item that uh, is it really is happening now is the the flash film is in production. Uh Andy machete dropped a uh little snippet on his uh Instagram today with the the new logo and it was pretty dope I mean as far as the, the motion uh motion and the music uh gif that that they that he put out and um yeah we we have that and also we did get confirmation that Michael Keaton is in the film.
0: This week. Yeah. This, no,
1: he, yeah. Well, I mean, he may, maybe he's just filming a scene and then he's done, but his, his people confirmed it. Because, you know, earlier we had talked uh, a few weeks ago. He was I concerned.
0: Remember. Trust me, I remember.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was one of those weeks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we did talk about that. And so uh, where he was concerned about COVID and stuff, but uh, I guess, yeah, it it wasn't just, you know, I have a source. It was, you know, saw it a couple couple places that, right. it, was, right. that it was indeed his team did confirm he's in it. So
0: that's right. great. The melodrama that is the DCEU just continues because they know that MCU will hog the deadlines unless they create drama. <laughs> 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 oh, you guys were so excited about Michael Keaton. Guess what? He's not in it. Oh wait, he is. It's okay. Yep. Okay, we can only be teased for so long, but that's (laughs) the only item of The Flash that you added to the rundown. You also brought up, which I think got announced a a week ago, I remember hearing about this, but The Flash TV show has Mm -hmm. cast Jordan Fisher as Bart Allen, and he is set to appear in the 150th episode where Thawne is the villain and a Wells die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah um, we did,
1: I think this news uh, it did break. I think when we were on our little our, on our spring break and uh, and so we didn't we, we haven't had a chance to talk about it here on the show, but uh, yeah, that, that this did indeed happen and and Bart is uh, is showing up. Impulse is going to be there, and uh, you know of course the TV show being a TV show, they're gonna. Change uh, the character from Barry's grandson to his son, which uh, ties into the other news that about the 150th episode where I guess Jessica Parker Kennedy's returning as uh, Sue Nora, uh, a version of Nora. And 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 of course, Jay Garrick, John Wesley Shipp will be back as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a family affair.
1: Yeah.
0: Scene happened a few different times on the flesh. Um, Exactly.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I was just like, okay, when I saw that they were making Bart, Barry, and Iris' son, I was like, really, y'all didn't learn from season five. <laughs> but, ah,
0: right. they they didn't learn from season two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So the yeah. black doesn't learn things all that well. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, well, you know. So, but to 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 uh, Eric Wallace's credit, I, I will say I I am actually enjoying season seven. It's 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 I have, I have refound my joy for the show.
0: I have not, but yeah, Eddie. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> um, other news has, um, and actually Spider-Man news and no, no one has been casted or, or wait, wait, Alfred Molina. Did spill some details about his return as Dr. Octopus in the Spider-Man No Way From Home. Still no confirmation from the other spiders if they're showing up in this thriller of a movie. Um, But on top of that, it was announced that the Into the Spider-Verse sequel, the sequel that at this point I really do just want to see and not Mm -hmm. No Way Home. (laughs) No yeah. way <laughs> no way home drama is about online with the DCEU and that's not a good thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Even though yeah, yeah, even though it was funny the uh, you know with Molina's uh story and variety, uh, I guess it was Friday where he was talking about it. I I, I love I love Twitter when things like that happen because people come up with the memes as far as like Kevin Feige is like, you know, sniper to death stairs to to him spilling all this about, uh, about Dr. Octopus returning. And, and, uh, and of course the director saying, well, you know, it's the multiverse. Anybody, nobody really dies. So yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, But into the spider verse sequel has named.
1: Joaquin Santos
0: And Kemp Power's. And Justin K. Thompson as directors for the film, and it's going to be released on October seventh, twenty twenty-two. As will most movies. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is. I was pretty. Ex- you know. So I guess Thompson was production designer on the first film, and uh, Dos Santos has done a, quite a bit of animation work, uh, including Avatar and the Last Airbender, and um, a few others as well. So. Uh, it seems like, and of course, Kent Powers, One Night in Miami. Of course, he you know was nominated for the Oscar, which I guess is what's that this weekend, this upcoming I think, weekend. I don't
0: know. Yeah, yeah. I think it is this weekend.
1: Yeah, coming up. So uh, for adapted screenplay. So yeah, and uh, he was also um, I think part of the creative team with Soul as well. So I uh, you know I think this is. Uh, the Spider Verse, you're like you, I am the same way. I, I can't wait for the sequel. I was just watching the, the first one just a few weeks ago and still love that film.
0: Yeah, it's it's a really good one. It caught me off guard and I think it it had some of the more funny moments than I thought. I don't I don't know. No way home, that's another reason why I'm skeptical of No Way Home, just because I feel like the Spider into the Spider Verse already did it. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see yeah. what, what um, happens. But before we get into the final topics, I just want to have some talk about the DC CW verse lineup, whatever we're calling it these days. I know it's not their verse, but I saw a headline. Yeah. And it said um, that painkiller was the new Oliver Queen. Yeah. Now so so you watched the show do you do you agree with that um not r- really <laughs> i thought it was,
1: I re- and i know which, i know which one you're talking about i think it was a screen rant article or something like that or maybe it was i can't remember who wrote it but i did read that piece and i did watch painkiller and about the only similarities between Oliver and and Khalil is that they, they're both rich now. <laughs> uh mm-hmm. because Khalil um this was of course he, he left freeland and ended up in Akashi Valley and so basically Grace and 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 Anissa end up there in on their honeymoon. And so uh but apparently um the reason why Khalil ended up with with a boatload of money was he and his compatriots uh, uh, found some, uh, an old uh, vault from the ASA and were able to to acquire those funds and and use that to basically um, you know set up their their new lifestyle in, in this new in this new city. And so you know I, I like the episode. I mean it was enjoyable. I mean I, I've always liked Khalil and and the painkiller character in Black Lightning. Uh, it, but, but the thing is, and I, and I guess this is you know what happens when you have a, a universe on a network is all the beats that you are familiar with were, were there. I mean, you had the, you, know, you had the, the the guy in the chair uh, as far as Khalil's partner who helped him get get better control of painkiller, and you had another another member of the team who also. Has a role and was helping Anissa uh, with uh, what she was uh, attacked uh, by Painkiller because, of course, he was programmed to to kill all the Pierce's and and help nurse her back. But um, it it was an enjoyable episode. I I thought, you know, Jordan Calloway did a tremendous job and definitely does have the gravitas and the acting chops to be able to be a, a lead for a series. So I did think that, and I thought that was very, very, um, very promising. But I guess I'm concerned. I don't know if it'll get picked up. I mean, the the I mean, it, it did consistent with Black Lightning numbers, right? Uh, but at the same time, uh, another speaking of the Arrowverse and and Arrow, uh, another backdoor pilot that was launched in the last season of a series, Green Arrow and the Canaries, had mm-hmm. almost a million viewers and did not get picked up.
0: Right.
1: And so when you have a series, you know, we have Black Lightning that's canceled and has hovered around, you know, 500,000 viewers on average. Um I I I it, I will be pleasantly surprised if they pick it up to see. Yeah.
0: It. Well, we'll see. Uh, you know, but,
1: but straight. But you know, but there's other dynamics going on, going on as well uh, there too. I mean, they they if they want to have more characters of color as leads on the show. Maybe they'll pick it up. But but then you also, not to say checking boxes or whatever. But you you have that now with Batwoman. So yeah. So Which, we'll see what happens.
0: Batwoman and your yeah. thoughts about the at this point, it's not just that we have an entire verse on a single network. But we also they drop one a day or two two a day sometimes. Mm-hmm. And we've a lot of these characters we've known for the better part of a decade. I mean mm-hmm. Barry Allen, um, name yeah. one. And so even as new shows <clears throat> like Black Lightning, Light like Painkiller, or Batwoman come up, you do fall into this this territory of it needs to be different. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like Stargirl, too. It, mm-hmm. it needs to be different, and you need to come out swinging and, and not fall into the tropes. And I was watching Batwoman earlier today, and I was just thinking to myself, they they, they I don't know why this episode existed. I thought we were on yeah. track.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> we were getting there. They were doing some some interesting things with Jacob Kane, and and Enigma. And and I, I still blame you for this to this day on this, but it <laughs> all goes back to how much screen time Alice has.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: She has <laughs> <laughs> and and on the flip side, what was really annoying was they made the they set up this whole fast and furious story arc. Mm-hmm. And I'm just scratching my head where, yeah, okay, I get it. Sophie and Ryan there's gonna they're gonna become a thing, but why are we going so fast, pun intended <laughs> and and why there's no Mary in this episode. No Mary.
1: No, that's right. Come to think, yeah, yeah
0: and and, and the whole angelique thing. I feel like they're playing the, those cards really quickly, like again, there's something about the pace of this episode where it felt very paint by numbers, mm-hmm. very quick,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and, and I'm just like, why are we diminishing things we already set up like i I still go back. Black mask was in one episode a really interesting villain yep. in this episode, he was really annoying,
1: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it. I, yeah, I was very frustrated watching that the episode for various. Yeah, for for many of the things you just set up and uh, and I think the one thing that did come out of the episode that that I did like and Mm -hmm. something we talked about before is they finally do have a, a a good purpose for Sophie in the show. Uh. And even though, I mean, even though the the the, the Fast and Furious plotline was very contrived, um, but it, it, it's giving her something to do, and and also the way the episode ended with um, her figuring out that Ryan is is indeed Batwoman, but also her uh, the agent that J- Jacob put in in charge of the investigation after uh, Mm -hmm. things went sideways with, uh, with them trying to infiltrate black Mask to begin with. Uh, I I did like the way they set that up, that basically now given that Sophie found out who Batwoman 2.0 is a whole heck of a lot faster than she did when, when Kate was under the cowl, uh, it gives her, a, a, a new meaning to like, okay, I got to like protect Ryan from being found out, given her that the blood sample uh, was collected by the, by the other agent.
0: Well, so she think, doesn't know that yet. She doesn't know that the other agent but, is on it.
2: Yeah. But and that's, it'll that's be coming.
0: interesting though, the dilemma yeah. that this puts her in. And yeah. it's actually a further reminder that Kate is dead. Yeah. Not around. So, mm-hmm we'll see i i didn't like it because i i thought it was telegraphed yeah and and i also i guess maybe because of how the writing has gone this season in my mind I think they're gonna come up with a way to convince to give convince sophie that um she she misheard or do something like really stupid to make her f- forget about that
1: yes i don't i don't think so. i think her to your point it was telegraphed but it was but i think whenever the agent comes back in and says hey we have to run the D, run the dna on this blood sample we got from batwoman she's going to go into protective mode because uh she, what well, you know? Obviously, she know you know knows Luke and 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 Mary and is she has she has and Ryan to your have but developed she a, a, a report.
0: Mary are involved.
1: She knows Luke is because she overheard him on the tape.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's right. But she doesn't that's, know Mary's involved because Mary well, is in this episode.
1: That's true. That's <laughs> true. But you know, but you know that she know how these things go. They're going. To, they only, they can only play that trick once, and Mary being kept on the outside from everyone. And now that she's fully immersed in the in the Bat Team, she, she, Sophie's going to find out.
0: We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. I I have a lot of. I'm starting to get a lot of distrust. So you you can remain <coughs> optimistic, <laughs> but well, but I I honestly don't know. I don't I'm know. how they not to it, and how they're gonna yeah ruin well, everything.
1: I mean, that's basically what's keeping me... I mean, basically, Ryan and... That is the real reason it's keeping me around this shit because the whole Alice thing, I I was just... uh, I was just like... I Literally, I was like, okay, I'm about to pull a Sarah and fast
2: forward.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It's not good. I mean, I don't even like this Enigma thing where in one minute she totally removes um julie from the equation and then in the next she's held hostage by alice like what the what the heck that yeah. doesn't make any sense
1: yeah yeah i don't want to i don't want to burn any more minutes on this on that episode
2: <laughs> Let's <move> yeah on.
0: <laughs> well, well that's fine i mean yeah. i i just wanted to save our friend the mcu yeah for the last give it ample time because yeah. Not only are we going to talk about the fifth episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier, but we do have some news. Um, Olivia Coleman, the the woman that everyone wants, in every <laughs> is, might be in the MCU. Um, to join another actress who I did not see coming. And we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But she is currently in talks to join the MCU in the upcoming Secret Invasion film. So, film or TV show?
1: TV show, Disney Plus. Posts, uh, apparently, I think their goal is to start filming in the fall of this year.
0: Well, then we will get it next year. Yep. And I'm not, I'm not mad. I, now that we're in 2021 and we're we're wrapping up our second MCU show, I'm just I'm I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty yeah. content with content. Yeah. Only for everyone to be shocked to wake up this morning and be a reminder that yes, we've released two very good TV shows, but mm-hmm. we also have had a strong track record with this thing called a movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The trailer for your next MCU movie, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. This tra- so two things. Yeah. Well, yeah. first thing, find it very also interesting how they released it at the beginning of this week when everyone um, last weekend was prepared to watch Mortal Combat, Com- only for that to get delayed a week. Yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's and right. I'm- 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 Trailer, I'm thinking about Mortal Kombat.
1: <laughs> you know? You're better than I am because I, I had honestly completely forgotten about Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, um,
0: I was I, so I was watching this trailer. I like 75% of it. Mm-hmm. I like I like a lot of the setup of the character, the um, the dilemma, And, and what, what this, it it has I'm very interested, I didn't care for the bus sequence. Yeah. And I didn't care for the bus sequence because (laughs) I, (laughs) Aquafina, it felt like she was doing an impression of Sandra Bullock. Yep. (laughs) And yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Uh,
1: Yep. The speed.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah. I just, I, there was something about that sequence that stuck out to me and I, and, and her in particular where I'm just like, I don't know if this is going to work. Um, but the other 75 or 80% of it, I, I was really on board with.
1: Yeah. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm there with you too. Uh, and so the what I really enjoyed about the trailer a couple of things i I will say one thing about the bus sequence the fight sequences on the bus sequence were dope as oh that. yeah yeah <laughs> i mean they yeah, were yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah and and this the fight sequences overall i mean it a two minute and twenty second trailer uh the, the fights fight sequences were like just amazing and you know not and of course you know the inevitable things we you know we saw you know twitter being twitter everybody was just like poking fun at you know iron fist and and of course you can't help but do that and and then to your point too it made me completely forget about mortal kombat i was just like oh oh yeah i mean it's those fight sequences were just amazing and and i'm so looking forward you know so looking forward to that uh the Aquafina character, apparently, so I don't know, I will freely admit, I do not know hardly anything about uh, Shang-Chi as far as I never read a single page of the comic or, or whatever. So, you know, so I'm definitely going to be um, hitting comics mixology and, and getting, getting up to speed on this before the film comes out. Other than, you know, obviously I did, I mean, I remember the Ten Rings being mentioned way back when and the first iron man and it's it's been around forever in mcu and of course you know we got the fake mandarin and uh, iron man 3 so with with that but the aquafina character is a creation of the mcu so i i, I did in what things i have been able to read about it today uh it's it's not a character in the comic and and so it's it's you know how you were saying uh, olivia Coleman's like uh the actress who's like We got to get her in everything. Mm -hmm. I'm beginning to feel that way with Aquafina as well. (laughs) (laughs) you know, we we need to we need to cast an Asian actress. Well, let's just go to (laughs) Aquafina. Yeah, Uh,
0: and and again, it was one scene. It was one part. Who knows if if maybe we watch that scene in context of the movie, if it'll actually work? Because mm-hmm. that sometimes also happens where things yeah. don't work in the movie or in the trailer, and then when you see the full context and how it led up, it'll it'll have a different payoff. Yeah. Um. But yeah, overall, very excited.
2: Yeah. And I, and I
0: think it just helps that there's so much momentum right now for Marvel. Because mm-hmm. of how good Winter Falcon and Winter Soldier is doing.
2: Yeah, it
1: is. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, and I, I completely agree with you there. And, you know, it's, it, when I think about it, it's like we're going to get four MCU films this, this year on top of three, maybe four TV series. So, because I think, you know, you know, next up is Loki. I believe Hawkeye or maybe Ms. Marvel will come drop later this year as well. Yeah. So uh so i mean it, it what a great time to be a, a a marvel fan and 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 really seeing how this how the mcu can, can work uh, you know works so well both on the big screen and on streaming platforms uh and, and and telling telling their stories and and like i said i mean for a teaser trailer that the shang chi dropped today i mean simon Liu just just killed it i mean you can you could just feel already that it, in this, in phase four, this character is going to be, I don't know, you know, I don't know if the story will be, or, or this character will be as, as universally, you know, well, transcendent character. Be- <laughs> no, I'm no, I'm trying to get to, I'm getting to a point. I'll stick, I, I didn't want to look good at Black Panther. Okay. As far as trying, you know, as far as, cause you know, it is, it is a very—it's the first Asian American lead character in the MCU, yep. you know, on the big screen. So, you know, I, I don't want to become that, but you know, I don't want to like automatically like go there and be like all the times like, oh, this might be the next Black Panther or whatever, as far as just like, you know, as far as the cultural significance. But, but it might very well maybe. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 No, I. I I think at the moment they announced it, everyone yeah. was there with yeah. it and, yeah. and knew and, and the director involved and, mm-hmm. and cast being predominantly Asian descent as well. I yeah. think I, I, Marvel knows what it's doing and it, yeah. and it is, it's, It's trying to make sure that it's it's being inclusive with these characters and these stories, and and I guess that's that's the other thing. It's not just they're having these characters appear, um, but the stories in themselves Mm -hmm. are are are, should be inundated with the culture that they are also trying to explore. You know what I mean? So, because yeah, yeah, I, totally, I, I still totally. remember our discussion of Black Panther and us talking about why was this called Black Panther and not Wakanda? Because mm-hmm. Wakanda had almost a bigger presence <laughs> than Black Panther in that movie. Yeah. So, so I, I all on board, um, MCU continues to just. Make me question why I ever got so invested in the CW. <laughs> I get
1: it. It served, it served its purpose. I mean, the CW, I mean, it, it's the part of the larger thing of just geek them and nerd them. And, nerddom and, and it, it, it definitely served a good purpose. And I think it does still have a place. Yes. But I think the MCU, and particularly now, so far, at least on the, the two shows that we've had streaming, and we will we'll, we're on the transition here to to episode five of Falcon and Winter Sol and the Winter Soldier. You know, the MCU is showing that by with using these streaming platforms, really taking these characters that we've seen in two hour, two and a half hour, or whatever movie, and really fleshing them out in a, in a very good way. But also, to your point about as you were saying with what shang chi telling telling good grounded stories with it
2: mm-hmm.
1: on top of the usual comic book action that we that we've come to expect in these films as well so you, you know so i think they've hit that they've hit that sweet spot of doing being able to do both and particularly in in, in the in these new t- t- two streaming shows that we've seen so far
0: yeah and and so on that note, let's just dive into it. Falcon and Winter Soldier, episode five. Um, I... Okay. I think that, again, majority of this episode I liked.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I do have some problems with the last, I don't know, 10 to 15 minutes. Okay. Because I feel like this episode could easily be split into two different episodes. Mm-hmm. I um I really like pretty much the first 75% of the episode mm-hmm. from the opening oh my god this oh, yeah. fight sequence should have just been one episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Put it on a loop.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Like yeah. like they <laughs> Sam lost his wings. <laughs> yeah. It just there were so much, so many points where, where you and, and I keep talking about this, but it was so reminiscent of the, the iconic scene in Civil War between Bucky Cap and, and Tony. Yeah. Um it was very similar especially uh, whenever I see Sam and Bucky toss the shield back and forth to each other I always go there as well. Yeah. Um and I and I love that decision. I what they're doing with Walker in that was great. And did you catch the move that Sam did that was very reminiscent of Spider-Man? Yeah, I did. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I did. <laughs> He's like, hey, he remember, he remember Berlin.
0: <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I almost want to rewatch this series under the and and just do a keep a tally of. Okay, so that reminiscent of Winter Soldier versus Civil yep. War Winter So because I want to see what predominantly which movie like does it call back to more because I yeah. feel like every week I'm going back and forth on that.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but what? So so I like all of that and I really liked the scene between Sam and Isaiah Bradley.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. It it was it was great and I like how that twisted the or not twisted but further twisted the dilemma that Sam has had since episode 1 about the shield and the legacy and just furthered that um knife into that wound. Only for him to then turn around and within, I want to say, 10 minutes, pick up the shield as if he's never had that conversation. Yeah. Well. uh, It was real quick. It was real real quick. quick. And the other thing I would like to add is that he didn't have... He had a clear counseling session with Bucky and all of Bucky's issues, but mm-hmm. no one had a counseling session with Sam. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he had it there on, on the dock with with with, Sarah, with his with his sister.
2: Uh,
1: <laughs> I think, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I agree with you hundred percent on the on the fight sequence. I, you know, one thing actually when I was watching it, uh, the first I, I I watched it twice because it was just you know such a such a dense deep episode one, because like you said, all the callbacks to so many things.
0: Oh my
1: God. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and, but also to just a story, especially the first, uh, and uh, you know, first 75, 80% of it was really just so deep and really wanted to make sure I, you know, the, the Isaiah Bradley conversation and, and the fight and, and quite frankly, the fight sequence, cause I, the one thing I first, whenever with the fight sequence and, and Walker, I thought they ripped his arm off. Yeah. <laughs> I, did. I was like, I was like, did they just? Mm-hmm. Did he just lose his left hand? but then of course it was just clear that it was just broken. But because I, I, the first, this the initial watch, I was like, holy shit. Yep. But um, but yeah, there was that piece, and then um, the other thing about Walker and the lead up to that was the, the flashbacks, and as he's running and and dealing with the the decisions that he he made and uh, to that point and and how he constantly like you noticed it was very telling that he the person who actually killed lamar he 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 always blamed it on um uh keeley's uh cohort
0: yep
1: and and not her yep and and you know there's multiple, I was trying to think it was, you know, what, several levels of, of there, I don't, you know, one is, was it, I mean, it's, one of says is it's, 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 thinking back to how he got his ass handed to him by the door, Malachi, is there a misogyny there that I got my ass handed, beat, I got beat up by a woman again, you know, is there, is there that piece, is there um, just the the failure of, of you know, I got, you know, she got away, so so I'm just gonna take it out on the closest flag smasher I can I can blame. Um, you know, there's some. Several...
0: Hmm? It's justification. So he yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: he knows that she killed killed him. Mm-hmm. Um, she got away, and so he took out this other person. But justification to everyone who just witnessed him him killing this, yeah. this person. Um, he's trying to convince himself. No, I'm in the right. Yeah, I'm right. Yeah. I I yeah. have to be in the right on this, even though I'm in the wrong. Like
1: even the yeah, yeah. And 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 it, and, it, and whenever he was in front of the of the, of the hearing, and and continuing to ju- try to justify in his mind why he did what he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, uh, you know, even to the level of you made me this way. And you know, and especially when you juxtapose that to uh Steve and and Isaiah about how this how the United States made these people. Uh, in Steve's case, you know, it was a choice. He chose to to take the serum with, you know, he and you know, and it was a choice with, with Walker too, because he had he could have taken the moral the moral high road and, and not taken the serum. Right. But he chose to do so and you know, as we talked about last week, uh, with the the decisions of of knowing, you know, Lamar and his his uh, his bad analysis to his friend, but you know, Walker Walker knew what was going on because I mean, that's you know, he was you know, we we've seen this throughout the series of Walker always taught you know from the moment we were really introduced to him in the second episode in the locker room, basically talking himself up into. It, it, talking himself up to these expectations that 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 he that he is he sees he has to meet whether it's mm-hmm. the expectation of being Captain America, the expectation of being a, a war hero, the expectation of of being in, well heck he wasn't even a good teammate because you know Steve would have never would have let Lamar you know go you know he was Steve was always about the team whereas right. Steve, John was, John's about himself and he always rationalizes, he he rationalizes things and talks himself through, you know, into, like you said, I'm the one in the right here.
0: Right. I I don't know if he's always been about himself. Um, I think that he's, he's always viewed it as a job.
2: Mm, I'm a soldier.
0: It's my job. Do um getting the bad guy is my job now. They now I'm a war hero, and but we need a new Captain America, so I can be a superhero, no problem. Yeah. Just give me the suit, give me the shield. I mean, to the post-credit scene, he yeah. he went. He lost the shield, only to go and think, oh, I can easily replace this and make my own. Like I don't need that shield. He's yeah. not understanding, or. Then he realizes through last week's episode that oh, I need I need to be more than just a soldier. I mm. need I need power because I'm comp- I'm f- um, squaring off against people who who can beat me up like I'm I'm nothing to them. I'm an ant, so I need to be on their level. And so he takes it only for for that to corrupt him further yeah. of of like. Not only am I now powerful, but i am I am Captain America. I am the hero. Emphasis on the hero. and mm-hmm. so even if I do bad things, I'm still in the right because I am powerful, I am a god. Yeah. so it i I think that's the pathos that they went um just because every time I think about that locker room scene, I always think about how he he just views it as a suit, like. He's used to this. It's a job. Yeah. Um, And so that progression um, carries over into the fallout of this episode.
1: Yeah. That's a very good point. And and I guess, I think the reason why I said he thinks he's about John is whenever he was, when he went to see Lamar's parents Mm -hmm. and, and how he, how he handled that situation with with them and again uh and you know and of course it sets up a good uh another a good counterpoint with with how john handles situations and how bucky handles situations with being winter soldier and all the crimes he committed uh it, it, and and basically it's you know not being straight with them about what really did happen i mean he had that again he had a moment to where he could be very honest, had no need to be, yeah, you know, yeah, be the good soldier or whatever. He could just be, look, y'all, here's what happened, but he didn't. And and it, you know, it all is very. It, it was to your point. I think it was t- to make himself again feel justified and and t- for for committing that murder for all the world to see.
0: Yeah. Well, now he he has. Um... Madam Hydra to report mm. as yeah. the U.S. agent who we know is coming. Yep. Yep. I just I couldn't the moment Julia Lewis Dreyfus. Yeah. I just I, basically her VP persona in the MCU. Yeah.
1: When she walked up, I was like, "Is that that? It is." Yeah. I was like, "Wow." So that's the cameo.
0: <laughs> that's the yeah. cameo
1: that's the cameo that's uh, the cameos i tell you you know I, I know i guess they I, I think i've i i guess uh Defontaine was supposed to be first introduced in black widow but i guess because of
2: you know yep, because of uh,
1: everything uh now they had to reshoot it and i guess have it, uh, have her get they, you know, her debut here, but, but I like the way they did it. They, they, they still left a lot of mystery about what this character is and who, who her character is. Uh, yeah. So yeah.
0: I, I, I'm not mad at cameos because, hey no. no one knew. I yep. didn't even know she was going to be in Black Widow. And, and it, and it was perfect timing. And even if they had to reschedule things, they're not going to, suddenly not make a character appear because they have to debut in a certain movie. So yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so now that we've kind of wrapped up on Walker, let's, let's talk about the Isaiah Bradley scene. Yeah. Um, and, and this has been building and I like how Bucky and Sam get the shield but even they're at a loss of what to do with it. Um, mm-hmm. Sam loses his wings, so he returns home. Or, at first, I thought he was going to return home. Um, but he he ends up going to see Isaiah, and Isaiah explains to him, like in in a such a well acted scene,
2: yeah,
0: that the the history, your history, and you, what you perceive as that legacy is not how I perceive it, and mm-hmm. here's why. And, and I just, I I really like how they articulated all of everything that we thought, especially in those first two episodes about why Sam didn't immediately take the shield and everything.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, But they brought it to a head. And again, I feel like they just undermined it though, with how quickly though, it kind of felt as though Sam got over that and just was like, no, I'm going to pick up the shield anyway.
1: Well, it, well, he, I think, I don't know if it, I I, I don't know if it would have, you know, I guess we they only have six episodes and I, you know, I guess in a perfect world, maybe they could have ten. had that come 10 <laughs> exactly. And, you know, and then this would have, we could have had more time, but I, I that, that conversation in and of itself is just so powerful because. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, immediately when I was watching it real time, you know, obviously you went back to the first Avenger and, you know, the whole st- with the, the parallels between Steve and Isaiah and how, mm-hmm. you know, they did basically two people that basically the same, same action. And then, and then how, it, and then the, the fallout from that action, one person declared a national hero, the other person, ends up in the stockade. <laughs> right. And, 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 and of course all the legacy and, you know, we don't, and, and, and the history, you know, of course weaving that in to, to the story that they've done throughout the series. So the thing that, that really stuck, that, that really st- stayed with me with that, that scene one, you know, is uh, beyond Carl Lumbly's like amazing at work there. And, and even Anthony Mackie too. I mean, they both, they both soul It was the conviction in in that scene in that room was just there. But whenever Isaiah turned to him and said, "Any self respecting black man cannot take up that shield," mm-hmm. I was just like, "Damn!" He just like just did a mic drop moment. And and you know and, I, and I, you know and I happened to think you know and of course thinking about real time days and just my own personal experience and my own professional work and. Things that happened last year, and and the agency I work in, and and you know some of the Black Lives Matter things, and you know working with law enforcement, and and those kind of stuff, you know, it was just like and, you know me as a black man, I was just like sitting there, you know, I had to just sort of do my own, you know, we self-reflection about things that I've seen through as well, and so it was a very like a very like pointed moment in that episode that you know really that touched me on another level. You know, like, I guess that, you know, that, you know, I had my Sam moment too. It was like, okay, where do you, where do you draw the line? And, 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 and we didn't examine anything. So it was, that, that, that scene really touched me at a different level uh, when I was watching it. And then seeing Sam's decision later, as far as later in the episode, when he's talking to his sister about, why he is going to take up the shield and in honor and the legacy mm. uh, of Isaiah? He's right. like, yeah, you know, he recognizes that. Like, yeah, there's there's injustice. You, you know, and I think that's why I, I, I like the way they did that. It wasn't that Sam tried to explain things away. He's like, look, I I I know what's going on. Right. But but there is still a large, you know. But to meet in Sam's eyes is is to to honor his legacy. I want to pick up the shield to 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 become the first Black Captain America.
0: Yeah, and prove that that change has occurred. Almost. Yeah,
1: yeah, and yeah, yeah change that. Yeah, and you know, it, you know, it's like the whole thing. You know, people say, "Oh, we had a Black president; everything's fine now." It's like, no, it's not.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, and
1: Sam picking up, yeah, and Sam picking up the shield. You know, the issues are still going to be there, but right. but there has been growth, and he can he can pick up the shield and be be Captain America and represent the ideas, the ideas of America.
0: Right. It'll be interesting how Carly reacts to that as well, because she, she's made it clear her thoughts about the shield and what the shield represents. Um, concerning her as a refugee and what her cause, um, Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. very, very little Carly in this episode, um, clear setup for her attack on, um, during the GRC vote, very reminiscent of current times, um, mm-hmm. political discussions that have happened, especially over the last year.
2: Yep.
0: Um, and, and that's another thing they're doing really well in this series is, is dropping those moments of, of reminisce or not reminiscence, but, um, shadowing to, to things that have occurred, especially within the past year. Um, yep. so it makes everything feel current. Yeah um and then on top of that while we have all of that going on with Walker and Sam we also have um some Zemo and Bucky action mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. like <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> no
1: IO no IO and Bucky action though
0: <laughs> yeah yeah I, I was I was like here. Yeah. You said uh, when when he said, "Hey, I have a favor." I thought he was going to say something else, but yeah. um, <laughs> so Zemo yeah. is going to get sent to the raft, yep. and he he was delivered by Bucky. Um, I I <laughs> it's funny after all of the Captain America movies, everyone was saying we want we want a Falcon and Winter Soldier buddy cop show, mm-hmm. and we got it. Now I'm just like no, we want Falcon, Winter Soldier, and Zemo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. Amigos. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. I, yeah, and everybody else, you know, obviously the clear parallels are to the whole Lethal Weapon series with, with Murtaugh Riggs and, and Leo Getz.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, and and something that, again, we keep referencing these movies, but we we do get clarification from Bucky that the steve was using in the winter soldier movie um so it's one thing to have that book but then to say it's the same one will my mind exploded yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and and i go back we talked about or we brought it up before but there was a really good scene and just one part of this last twenty five percent of the episode where I had some issues with with some of the resolutions, but they kind of sprinkled in a just a lot of good good old Sam and and yeah. Bucky Love Fest.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, it was it was it was it was, it was Rocky and Apollo yeah. <laughs> training training on the yeah. beach.
0: <laughs> that was- yeah. I I like I guess half of the movie was a current MCU movie. The other half was let's just go and pay homage to all of these eighties <laughs> films. Yep. You know, because cause we can. And yeah. <laughs> and and they agree that which which again is funny how they they're still not partners.
2: Mm-hmm. They're still
0: not friends. They're just, you know. They're they're in a good place and yeah. and I like everything that Sam told Bucky and yeah. and how he has to get over he really has to make amends he can't just claim he is because what he's doing is not and it's not going to get anywhere yeah
1: um yeah. and I like but, too yeah and I like too how Bucky you know again how you know what a good penultimate episode does is tie tie up various loose ends before. Before you jump into the finale for the big overarching, and you know, t- tying up everything. And, and, and Bucky understanding what Sam was talking about way back in the in the interrogation room as far as why he, 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 the, the complicated legacy of the S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. And, and just a Can very we... simple... Yeah, yeah. And it was a very simple, like, you know, I get it. You didn't have to, like, have a bunch of exposition. I think that was... Well Well executed as, on, on behalf of the show there
0: Yeah uh, It probably didn't stand out to me as much Because there was a really good Similar conversation held on this show That I called This Is Us um, mm-hmm. Last week And it was a really good episode Because it yeah, was all about that. Randall I'm just saying yeah. yeah. Brown, Love it <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> But I, I think you're right. I think that as much as the last quarter of this episode kind of was was almost rushed, I would argue, yeah. um, they, they have to get these characters in a certain place so that they can execute the finale they want to. My only request for the finale... And don't worry, I'm not going to say, please, let's have Ms. Mephisto show up. <laughs> that the final scene be Sam and Bucky locked in the interrogation room again and having a counseling session. I just, I want it to go off and listen to <laughs> improv <laughs> couple <laughs> staring contest. Yep. <laughs> I think as much as Sam did some great counseling, I still think they need to get some couple counseling. Okay, that's all I'm saying. All they, I'm do,
1: saying. They, need some they do need some couples counseling. They do need some couples counseling. And yeah. But as far as predictions that would be that would be my favorite that would be my favorite ending. Uh as as far as other predictions, no Mephisto for sure. At this point, as far as Power Broker, uh yeah, I I thought the, I thought the cameo was going to be that this week, honestly. Uh, but clearly it wasn't, uh, of course, you know, we did have a two minutes or so of Sharon, uh, setting up that last 10 minutes or so of the episode, Mm -hmm. uh, with, with Bot Rock, uh, coming back from, I I had actually forgotten that character was like the guy that Sam was fighting at the very beginning of the series. Um, but he's back. Um, and, uh, you know is Sharon power broker I don't know at this point is she is she playing both sides maybe uh you know uh I think we will get resolution as far as who the character is um and 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 so we'll see I mean you know, you can only you know is it you know I know Paul Bettany played played us all with WandaVision, division <laughs> saying you know how he was like there's yeah. a character I wanted to play up against and you know, I don't know if if Emily VanCamp's doing the same thing with with uh, some of their comments and interviews uh, about Power Broker, but uh, I, I, you know, at this at the end of the day, yes, it's an important plot point, but to me, it's it's sort of like okay, it's it's almost like whoever the character is, I know in the I know in the comic books, it's a very big deal. But I think the way they have structured this series, it's, it's more about Sam's journey and stuff and to becoming Captain America. And, yes, Power Broker is an important part of that, but it's not the focal point to me.
0: Right. Right. So. No, I agree. Uh, I just know Resolution is coming, probably set up for future projects as well. Looking yeah. forward to that. It's going to be a good episode.
1: Yeah, they are setting, Yeah, I, I did notice. I did read an article where they were saying that you know, that that there is, unlike WandaVision, which you know clearly was uh, 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 sort of one and done kind of deal. You know, I could easily see this another season of, of Falcon and Winter Soldier because you know they uh, the the way this stru- show is structured it's structured in a way that you could you could you could have. Continuing stories uh, uh, with these two characters uh, beyond beyond this this one series, and also just a little interesting note too that I know Marvel Marvel Studios submitted this one in the drama category for the Emmy consideration versus so versus Wandavision, which which was in the limited series uh, division. So one, uh, you know, maybe one that city will have their own shows cannibalizing each other, but two, I think just. Uh, Maybe looking at this As more of a potential Ongoing series So,
0: Yeah, no, I I can see it Six episodes is far too Few for me And on that note Will, why don't you tell our listeners Where they can find you
1: Yes, you can find me At Will and Polk W-I-L-L-M-P-O-L-K
0: you can find me at S.J. Belmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Sj-b-l-m-o-n-t. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Scene Nerd. Friend us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, but most importantly, rate, follow, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, geek out. You're welcome.